with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Welcome to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. This is Bob Brown sitting in for Tom Brown, no relative, but a good friend. And today we're talking with Jason Schneider-Law, one of the truly gifted millennial leaders in Christian mission. We're delighted to have you with us today, Jason. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Uh, Jason and I have been working together on a number of projects over the years, and I think some of the work that he is doing is truly innovative and creative. And I thought it would just be a, um, a real delight for some of our listeners to hear about your background, Jason, how you got into this. Uh, tell us about your love for missions and how that's being expressed currently. Yeah, sure. I think when most when most people hear, you know, nonprofit leader, nonprofit president, you think, okay, what, what kind of what's my background in nonprofit? And, and I'll, I'll just start by saying, I don't have a professional background in nonprofit. I kind of stumbled into this by chance and just in uh, just some background on myself. I born and raised here in Phoenix and right out of college, I became a firefighter in Scottsdale, Arizona, spent uh, a little over seven years as a firefighter. And with that came this incredible schedule uh, where I had some some days off in between shifts and I was able to go on several mission trips around the world. And through that time of about, you know, seven years, um, I primarily went to Rocky Point, Mexico, which I'm sure v- lots of the listeners are familiar with. And I'd go down there and, and build homes and, and with different churches that, that we would go with. And over the course of that time, um, I just kind of felt closer and closer to mission and to the, the poverty that existed there. And God just kind of pulled me in that direction. And I had an injury on the fire department, took me off the truck for some time. Um, at the time, I was, I was 25 years old. And we just kind of had this idea of of doing missions a little bit differently in that particular barrio of Rocky Point, Mexico. Um, and so I kind of just stumbled into how do we start a nonprofit kind of parachurch ministry um, with with some particular missional goals. And with that, up to that time, I had probably built 30 different homes. Um, the model at that time was basically just working with local churches. Uh, they would pick families that... Uh, had a need of housing, and then we would go down and build for them. And through that process, I just kind of looked back and went, I wonder if there's more of a presence we can have where we come alongside of these families and have more of a development and discipleship um, posture where we're walking with them uh, long-term. And then also if there's a way that maybe we can adopt some of the habitat model of, of the sweat equity kind of dignity and, and upholding the, the dignity, the, the dignity that, that the families have. And so we started small. I mean, we started just going down to Rocky Point, um, bringing teams down, but families would earn their hours, earn 200 hours serving in the community alongside of different church initiatives that we would set up. Um, and so over the course of about six months, they would earn their 200 hours. And then we would go down and come alongside of them and build with them and kind of celebrate that victory of them lifting themselves up. And a lot of churches started to kind of pick up on that model and, and join us. And so in 2008, we, we started. And, and since then, I've been leading this this. Uh, this incredible journey, uh, nonprofit of one mission. How many homes have you built down there? Um, in Rocky Point now we've built um, probably 370. In 2013 we expanded to Nicaragua and El Salvador. Um, 
And so to date, we've built a little over 430. Right. Well, we'll be back with Jason Law in just a minute. We're visiting today with Jason Law of One Mission, one of the truly gifted millennial leaders. This is Bob Brown. You're listening to Koinonia Talk Radio, 1360 KPXQ. Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. This is Bob Brown filling in for Tom Brown. And today we're talking about innovation in Christian missions and the exciting work going on with the One Mission, uh, the president and founder of One Mission, Jason Law. Just before the break, Jason had told us a little bit about how he began as a fireman and ended up so far building 370 or so homes. In Mexico, 370 and 430 total in Nicaragua and in uh, El Salvador. Amazing how God's worked in your life. Uh, five or six years or ten years ago, would you have ever thought? No, <laughs> no, no. I didn't. I never. I never knew it would be to this. Um, I just kind of started, you know, an act of faith at, at the beginning, just starting small and, and kind of being obedient to that. And uh, through that, God's brought a lot of great team members around and board members and, and supporters and donors to uh, k- kind of fulfill a bigger mission than I could ever imagine. Um, it, you mentioned the word innovative. I, I think. Um, you know, with that, it's, kind of, it's like what what is innovative about building houses in, in Mexico, right? I mean, we've heard of lots of organizations mm-hmm. that do that, and I think um, our mission, our mission statement, is to give people in poverty the opportunity to earn a home by serving their community. And uh, what I think what's the innovative part of that is that we're not down there to own these houses or to kind of be the heroes in the story. We're there to come alongside of. Uh, people that want to lift themselves out of poverty, and we work very closely with local churches to come alongside of families, what we call holistically, so uh, not just to provide the immediate relief of shelter and the the opportunity for them to earn it, uh, but also uh, the spiritual side of things where the the church is coming alongside to to meet those needs and develop and disciple uh, these families. And so at any given point right now in those three countries, we have about 100 families earning, earning those homes, but in that process, uh, learning how to sew, garden, uh, building their neighbors' homes, uh, doing malaria prevention projects and uh, water disease projects where their community is kind of, we call it the water lines kind of being ra- raised where the whole community is benefiting from these families earning their house. And in that process, um, you know, holistically, we see lives coming to Jesus and lives um, getting developed holistically and that's that's kind of where the word one mission comes together is it's not just the the immediate relief of a home and it's not just reading somebody's scripture it's kind of like doing life with somebody and having them have the opportunity and for us we've used a house to do that um on the other side of things here in the united states um we're doing something that's incredible and that's featuring families in real time that are in the fields that we're working in serving and earning their house, we feature them on our website at onemission.org, and you can see the family that we're partnering with right now. And we use that word uh, very strongly in, in terms of we're partnering with these families. 
they're they're working hard in their community and we're working hard in our community to raise the funds that they're um, earning. It could be as simple as a roof, a door, a window. Um, you can go to our website and you can see, hey, I want to help partner with this family, read where they live, look at their GPS coordinates. You can zoom in and Google Earth exactly where they live. That's truly the innovative model on the state side that we're the only organization that we know of right now in the U.S. that is featuring families in real time that you can meet, quote, meet uh, in real time and go, hey, I want to partner with them. These guys are really crushing it. They're doing great work and uh, in the field, and these are families that are that are really crushing. I mean, they're they're earning their house. They're not waiting for a free handout. They're looking for a hand up, and we're partnering with them in a very unique way. And Jason, how much would a a house cost? A house in Mexico costs five thousand dollars, five to six thousand dollars. Nicaragua and El Salvador is eight to ten thousand. Uh, we build different different houses contextualized to those communities. So Nicaragua and El Salvador, we've got hurricanes and earthquakes and different. So we use block and steel construction. You can see all the all the before pictures and after pictures when you help fund a house. So every dollar that you donate on our website, a hundred percent of it goes to our projects and programs in the field. All of our overhead, as we call it, is funded by a special group of people we call the One Fund. So everything that we raise online is a hundred percent tied to the projects, and we report back. Uh, once the project is built, we, we tie every dollar to that project. We report back to every donor. The final, the final project, we call it a proof report, so they can see the family that is in their new home getting their keys. Wow, that's, that's really exciting and innovative. Um, tell me about the birthday campaign. I was absolutely <laughs> intrigued with this idea. Yeah, so uh, there, the idea is that everyone has a birthday. I'm sure every listener this year, listening right now, if I said, when's your birthday, you have a birthday this year. And if I ask you the follow-up question of, do you remember what you got for your birthday last year? Usually the answer is, I have no idea. And so the, the, the kind of thing we thought of was, what, what if we had birthdays help fund these houses, right? And so we have on our website, you can commit your birthday, you can launch a birthday campaign, you get what we call a crowdfunding platform, which is a My One Mission page. The family that you're raising money for is on that page. And you can send that link out to your friends and family and say, hey, instead of presents this year, will you donate to my birthday? And this year, my birthday's funding the Lopez family in Mexico. And they can see the family that you're helping and your birthday, all your donors can be listed there. We started that a couple years ago when we launched this crowdfunding platform. And we've just seen that kind of grow nationally. That's, that's really been what's able to grow our tribe, as we say, on a national level, because we're able to get a lot of people involved that typically wouldn't be able to come here, go on a trip with us. We mobilize about 2,200 people a year to the field to help build these houses alongside of locals. But for a lot of people, they're never going to come to Arizona. They're never going to come to Mexico or Nicaragua and El Salvador and help build a house. But they, they can use their birthday to make a big difference and fund these projects. And so we have people that Maybe we raise five thousand dollars. We've had campaigners raise fifteen thousand dollars. High schoolers, uh, old people—you know—giving up their sixty. Not that that's old, Bob, but <laughs> Easy, uh, 60, sixty year olds that throw <laughs> parties and say, "Hey, I'm going to invite my my friends over, and we're going to try to fund a house, a five thousand dollar house, and all the money's tied directly to a project. A hundred percent of it goes to that project, and then we report back what your birthday did." Wow. So literally, the uh, I, this is a way for me to not get any more ties that I won't wear. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a matter of going, hey, in five years from now, maybe I, I ask you, hey, would you would you do for your 60th birthday or your 35th birthday or your 16th birthday? And you'll probably remember this one. And and you can go back to one mission and log in and see what your birthday raised and, and the, the family it was tied to. And, and maybe you'll remember then what, what your birthday did. But um, you can you can text B Day to three one three one three one right now and oh, slow that slow down a little yeah. bit for the old people. Okay, if if you get on your phone, you just text B Day so B is in Brandon or birthday <laughs> B Day to three one three one three one. The phone number is three one three one three one. Text that and you'll get a pushback and you can launch a birthday campaign or you can go to onemission.org. That's the number onemission.org and you can just go to launch a campaign, start a campaign, and you can do a birthday campaign. We have people. Uh, all over the country that are doing amazing things with their birthday, running races, hiking mountains, um, or just having a simple party and inviting people over. And then it's even a way for you to share with your friends what you're passionate about. If you're passionate about people living in extreme poverty and and come alongside of local churches and people that are uh, in the third world that are looking for opportunities, as believers, that's a great opportunity to invite neighbors over and say, hey, this is what God's doing in, in other parts of the world, and this is what God's doing through me for my birthday, and I'd like to be a part of it. And for me, I did my 33rd birthday. Uh, that would have been last year. Um, the I just asked all my friends to donate $33, and I guess some of that's assumption. Like I even had some friends go, hey, slow down there, cowboy. I didn't, wasn't <laughs> going to buy you anything. I said, well, now you are. It's 33 bucks, right? So That's great. Well, I'm going to slow you down again just yeah. a little bit. So it's the numeral one mission dot org. Yes. That'll take us to the website, pictures yes. and so on and so forth. And once at that website, we would select. Start a campaign. On the top right, there's a blue button that says start a campaign. And you you can go through there, click through, and launch a birthday campaign. Or you can text B-Day to 313131. Okay. And again, to slow down that for the old people with hearing aids, that's B-Day 3131. Three one. Yep. The number you're texting is three one three one three one. You're texting the word B day to it. I uh, got it. Wow, that's outstanding. What an what an interesting uh, idea. Now, if you were to, um, and we don't have a bunch of time left in this segment, but can you quickly tell us where you're going in the next three years with this? Where do you think you'll be? I think we have an opportunity in the next three years to what we would say be the the industry leader in the housing, I guess sector. If you said. Hey, right now, if you wanted to donate $50 to help put a family in a home and you want to buy their door and you want that family to come alongside a local church to earn that house, who would you think of? And and right now, we, as we know of, we're the only organization that you can say, hey, I can donate $50 to buy a door for a family living in a third world. And 100% of it's going to go to helping that family buy a door. And guess what? They're not getting it for free. They own that house. They earn that house. They own the property. We help every family uh, get their property deeded and titled so you're, we're making a sustainable investment so you, you know, a landlord can't come take their house. But we believe in three years we can be the, the household name, if you will, if you think, hey, this year for Christmas, instead of presents, we're going to build a family a house and one mission is who we're going to do it with. Uh, and, and from that standpoint, it's not about the name recognition for us. It's about us being a conduit between people who want to make a difference for people living in extreme poverty and for those living in extreme poverty that say, hey, I want to better my life and, and I, I want to lift myself up out of the circumstances I'm in, but I just might need a little partnership in that. And we're just the conduit between that. And, and tell us about how someone might volunteer. I take it if I wanted to go to Mexico and swing a hammer, that's a yeah. possibility? Yeah, so we have church groups, schools. We had uh, Young Lifers down last weekend. Two weeks ago, we had about 15 different churches come together. So we have, you know, 
different people that are leading teams down. We mobilize 2,200 people a year down to Rocky Point. We own a facility down there, a base camp. It's an RV park where we host teams. And you can learn more about that at onemission.org as well. If you go to get involved, you can help put a trip together. Uh, we have pastors that lead trips. We just have you know, lay leaders that will go get their, their men's Bible study or their – we've had kids – you know, get their groups together, sports teams, and come down in three days, come alongside of a local. And we say that you're coming alongside of work that's already being done and you build alongside of a local. And then on the last day, you, you celebrate with them and you dedicate the keys with them. It's a very emotional kind of a moment when you when you build somebody's house alongside of them and you go, hey, thanks for letting me be a part of this. And, and that's typically not how short-term missions work, where you're going down to come alongside of somebody and say, hey, let, let me celebrate this victory with you. You earn this house. You're giving them a high five, and you're swinging a hammer next to a local. And that's, that's truly what, uh, what it's all about. And they earned it by volunteering hours yep. earlier in the community. Yeah, it takes about six months to earn a house in the communities that we work in. Um, throughout Mexico, Nicaragua, and El Salvador, again, we work through local churches. They set up initiatives. Um, it could be as simple as building your neighbor's house. So it's one of the way a lot of the houses are being built is the locals are kind of paying it forward, providing the labor or different gardening, education initiatives that, that the local churches are setting up for us. Wow, what a what a wonderful concept! So that's a that really is a celebration. When yeah, they, when they truly, hit. yeah, and even the donors up here that help fund it, you know, it's they might not be able to go to the field and build it, but they get a proof report to go, hey, you know, my fifty dollar or my half. We've had we've had donors donate a couple hundred thousand dollars to sponsor multiple projects, and they get a book of every house that was funded, every dollar is tied to the project. Outstanding. Well. Folks, you're listening to Coin on Faith Talk, 1360 KPXQ. I'm Bob Brown, visiting today with Jason Schneider Law, filling in for Tom Brown. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about another really unique program that's called a mission, a um, ministry incubator. And Jason will be back in just a few minutes. Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Bob Brown filling in today for Tom Brown. And today we're visiting with Jason Schneiderlaw, the president of not only One Mission, but also Mission Create, a separate ministry, which is an incubator designed to create new Christian missions or ministries, maybe yeah. is a better word. Yeah. Jason, tell us a little bit about that. So Mission Create was started a few years ago uh, by a team of uh, pastors and myself and and it was it was out of a, a need that we saw in, in what we'll call the, the market, right, where the barrier to entry for somebody wanting to start a nonprofit or, or kind of, quote, change the world through a nonprofit s- structure, the barrier to entry was very, very rigid and expensive. And so we saw a lot of people having to, A, jump through a lot of hoops, legal hoops, and spend a lot of money to the tune of ten to $15,000 on average to start a nonprofit. And it took about a year to do that. And during that process, if they still weren't burnt out from that process and gave up hope on their, their mission, by the time they got to their mission, they spent so much time doing the paperwork and the legal and all the things it takes to kind of run the back end of a, of a ministry that they, they kind of felt like, oh, I didn't know I, this is what I was signing up for. And I personally went through that when I started One Mission for the first year, you know, coming out of the fire department. I thought, man, I don't want to do any of this paperwork and I don't want to raise money to, to, to pay attorneys. No offense, Bob, but uh, none. Th- th- yeah, yeah. Uh, I just thought, you know, it, it almost burnt me out. And so we, we with the help of, of Bob and, and a bunch of different 
um, CPAs and, and attorneys, we came up with this model to where we could do a nonprofit structure and, and launch what we call affiliates under one umbrella, and it's similar to a, a fiscal sponsor. Um, and, and so through that process, we're able to kind of onboard, launch, and help successfully scale what we call entrepreneurs, uh, social entrepreneurs under the nonprofit umbrella. And those entrepreneurs can then in the in, very quickly, usually in less than two months, be up and running for less than $300, uh, taking donations and really hitting the ground running to whatever God's called them to do. And so Mission Create is in the sense we, we refer to ourselves as a nonprofit incubator that helps entrepreneurs start and scale their ventures and uh, to the glory of God. And so we work with Christian entrepreneurs who say, hey, God's calling me to do such and such. And we say, great, uh, we're not going to get in your way with that. You know, keep keep hitting the ground and running, but let us provide our core competency is kind of the legal and financial framework. So we onboard them, take care of all the legal and financial paperwork, get them up and running, get their, their entity legal, and donors can be donating to whatever they're kind of going out and doing. And to date, to date we have 21 affiliates that we, we started pretty slow because we were afraid it would kind of blow up very quickly. And so we kind of slowed, slowed down the, the beginning and went, okay, let's just be very selective of who we're going to help. And just this last year, we felt like we were ready to expand nationally and start onboarding at a more of a rapid pace. And so just a few months ago, we, we expanded nationally and started opening up uh, applications for social entrepreneurs who want to start and scale nonprofits nationally. And so that's been really, really great for us. We're Usually on average week, one or two requests a week for an application, which uh, we're able to now process and start to vet and launch. And, and we think we'll be able to double or triple the amount of affiliates we have in the next 12 months on a national level, which uh, to us, the, the huge win is social entrepreneurs aren't being held up by all the red tape that it typically takes to launch a nonprofit. And I'm personally passionate about it because I know the experience I went through when I started One Mission and it was horrendous, the amount of work. It almost burnt me out. And I went, if Mission Create would have been available when I started One Mission, I think we would have went further faster in the first year or two because I wouldn't have had all of those, all those things I would have had to do and learn. Um, and I, you know, thank God I didn't get burnt out and I kept pushing through, but I'm really thankful for Mission Create in the, in the ministry place that it is. And I love coming alongside of startup ministries and I can go, Hey, I, here we go. Let's go. You know, you know, it's, it's interesting. I was present at the birth of the ministry incubator concept. I had asked a, a friend of mine, a CPA uh, who specializes in auditing churches, Monica Stern, what in her opinion, the cost would be for the typical startup mission or ministry rather as a nonprofit corporation. And she said, you know, Bob, it's probably somewhere between 50000 and $100,000 in pure overhead over 10 years. Yeah. So literally none of that $100,000 would go to the benefit of the ministry. It would all be diverted in insurance premiums, legal fees, accounting fees, audit fees, Form 990 filing fees, and on and on it goes. Uh, to the extent that literally Monica and I had a huddle a few years ago, and we said, you know, we have to figure out a quicker way to do this. And um, one of the beauties of this new plan of the ministry incubator that you're using is that the the, uh, entre the social entrepreneur, let's say a social Christian entrepreneur, mm -hmm. because to qualify under your program, they have to be a, 
an evangelical Christian ministry, correct? Yeah, yeah, that would be a faith-based ministry. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, under this plan, a limited liability company is used instead of a corporation, which means that the social entrepreneur does not have to file an annual report with the Corporation Commission, does not have to have a board of directors, uh, does not have to file an individual Form 990. And those three things alone take a huge burden off the startup ministry. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a vertical in- integration that we're able to hit an efficiency line where it's not that it's not that paying paying the CPA and paying for all of those things are inherently bad. It's just when when we can do it at a tenth of the cost because we're doing so many of them, we can file a one nine ninety and and kind of collaborate everything together under one umbrella. We could, it's a lot more efficient which drives the cost down, which those savings end up not only going to the entrepreneur or the LLC, the affiliate, but also to the end donor, right? The donor the donor doesn't see as much going to the overhead, which just drives the, the mission further and faster. And I think that's what really gets me light, you know, lighting up because I just go, um, we're able to allow these entrepreneurs to, to get out there and, and grind their mission and just get it out there making an impact. And we can provide kind of this heavy lifting background uh, service to where they are a lot more efficient. We can provide it in an efficient cost structure. And I think the kingdom benefits at, at large because of that. Absolutely. If you think of 10 hours in your day of being able to dedicate to a mission, our goal was to try to make sure that 9 hours and 50 minutes of it went to the mission and maybe 10 minutes of it go to the maintenance of the organization. And by um, providing the back office support, which you guys provide, it really does a couple of really important things from a legal point of view. One of them is that these startup ministries are audit ready from day one because you're your team collects the uh, invoices, pays the bills, as well as send, uh, receives the donations and sends the appropriate donor letter. Yeah, I, our team is 24-7 committed to the financial and legal framework where, in my case, when I started One Mission, uh, it was an afterthought, right, to be honest. I mean, when I started One Mission, it was I just want to get after it and start you know, helping people and build homes and work alongside of local churches and do, do the, this stuff that God called me to. And then I would get home um, or when the time came and somebody told me I had to, I would go back and go, okay, where are those receipts? Oh, man, where's that? And, where, and I, would, I would do all the legal and, and financial stuff. And it, when it's an afterthought, you're going to make mistakes. And when you make mistakes – you're not, that's not good stewardship and there's some legalities to that. And so for us at Mission Create, we're able to give our entrepreneurs kind of the peace of mind to know, hey, let us, let us hold this uh, as our highest priority and you just keep on with the impact. Yeah, and it, it's a big deal when you don't have to manage a board of directors, for example, as a startup ministry. That's uh, five people you don't have to recruit, five people you don't have to coordinate for meetings. It's annual board of directors meetings you don't have to have. It's yeah, minutes from a, you don't have to keep. From a legal fiduciary, yeah, you, you don't have to because we're doing that. But we still would say there's still value in an advisory board and to have a, a team of accountable leaders that, that you know, you're going to and, and that are mentoring you. And so we don't say, hey, don't have, don't have people around you that are mentoring you or leading you or holding you accountable. We just say from a legal fiduciary standpoint, we'll take care of that. Um, obviously all of, all of the records are all public. So it's not like we're doing something you can't see anyway. It's just, you can then have a team of what we call advisors around you to really just pour into you as that, 
as that standpoint goes. Exactly. And part of the beauty of a limited liability company is it really was designed to be more flexible and impose less of the kind of rote burdens. I mean, if you read enough corporate minutes after a while, you really come to the point of saying, you know, I'm not sure this is helping this exact format's helping the mission get done. And so uh, the beauty of this incubator concept that you guys have implemented so well is that the amount of corporate formality is lessened, the efficiencies are increased, and the uh, instead of having what, how many companies did you we say? We have twenty one right now. So instead of having twenty one separate form nine nineties filed every year with the Internal Revenue Service, we have one that covers all of them. That's right. And that's just a huge savings in, in time and effort for the just for the kingdom. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else. And so if I'm a person out in the audience thinking to myself, you know, I've always had this passion for uh, sending pigs to Pakistan. Uh-huh. Uh, I think God's called us to flood the Arabs with pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, how would I go about approaching you for that? Uh, the first step would be to visit our website at missioncreate.org. So missioncreate.org. Is, it, you'll be able to watch videos. You'll be able to, to, to kind of fill out a, a quick application and say, hey, I, I wanna, I'm interested in this. What's the next step? And then we'll kind of onboard you. Uh, there's an interview process, and then typically in less than two months, if if you're kind of we, you're ready to go, and and all, we dot the i's and cross the t's, we can get you up and running, accepting donations, and making an impact in less than two months. Which, from a nonprofit standpoint, is a is light speed to what it typically takes. It's two hundred ninety five dollars to start up, and then we have a fee structure based on your revenue, and so it it comes out to be significantly cheaper and quote overhead than it would be to run it on your own. Um, but it's how we provide the back end services. So uh, the next step, if if you if you're listening today and you go, hey, I, you know, God's calling calling me to do something, but I just don't think I I have what it takes to run a nonprofit. Hey, neither did I, and and most don't, so let us help you. And if you have friends or family that, that they have good ideas and maybe they're telling you, you know, at the swim party, hey, I got this great idea, then you say, hey, you should check out missioncreate.org because they might be able to help you get your idea off the ground, start them, and scale them. Our, our mission is to help entrepreneurs start and scale nonprofits for the glory of God. And so if you get to a certain point, uh, eventually that can be merged into a corporation. Sure. And have and have your own 501c3 yeah, yeah. if you get big enough to do that. That's the incubator process. So if in a couple of years you go, hey, I'm ready to go fly on my own, then you spin right out and take everything with you. And, and that's, that's a success for us. Great. Well, Jason, thank you so much for coming uh, on the show today. Uh, when we come back from the break, we'll have Rick Castro and Paul Cox from Teen Challenge of Arizona with us. Uh, you are listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk, 1360 KPXQ. I'm Bob Brown, filling in for Tom Brown today. And we'll be back in just a few minutes with more about Teen Challenge and about faith-based drug rehabilitation. <laughs> 